Hey, this is Tony with Visual Pathways. So today we are going to get started on talking about why we are so want to be in control of everything or even control of others or situations. It's, um, it's amazing how much control people need or want. And I, I always wonder why, why do we seek to control situations or control, you know, every little aspect of things. And well, let's get into it. Cause I, I did some writing about it for sure. And earlier, you know, how I talked about, I'll actually get into that since I wanted to get into it. Um, with the last episode, I talked about how in, um, if I go back to that, it was, it was things of how, you know, my spiritual language that I use, but how we seek in our spiritual practices, how we use that sometimes to try to control. Um, and that was one of the things with that can get in the way of people wanting come, to come to religion is that it's supposed to be open with love. And if you know my, remember my boxes, you know, I put religion with love because it is based, it's supposed to be based with that love factor. But in it, um, there's so many, there's so many rules we want to put in place. There's so many control or you can't do this and you can do that and you can't do this. And instead of just saying, okay, people make mistakes, we, but we love them and we are there for them. I think control helps us. Um, control is not bad. Oh, it makes me go back to the emperor card. I was just studying with a group of friends who were studying the emperor and the emperor um, comes in and he brings in control and structure and nothing's wrong with structure. Nothing's wrong with um, having things, you know, and things in control because you don't want chaos. But when we get to a point where, okay, if we, I can control this, what else can I control where people don't understand it? I guess it comes back to power um, control. People want to control because they want, it gives, it makes them feel powerful. And I'm answering my own question. Um, that's how I, I truly see it. It helps them feel like they're in control that they, they get to play God, the universe. They get to play those things. They are, um, that they are the masters of their lives and others around them. Yes, you can create your life and you get to make your decisions and you get to manifest the things in that you want um, and what you're thinking and feeling, but there's others in the universe. So their things will also collide with your things. So knowing this, knowing that people have the power to manifest things and have free will to bring things into play and actions they can take. Um, We, people who don't like that, who want to control everything, who want to have the power, who want to be on top, will truly 
make people not think they can manifest, not think they can have control of their lives. So they mind, I'm going to say the mind F them to thinking, to living in fear. Actually, fear could be my word. To living in fear so that they don't manifest, that they have to do this and they have to do that. And so everyone is living in this fear base and you can control the masses with fear. Did you know that? That you could control? Yes, you can control people with, um, with abuse and you can control people with, you know, mind control. And I'm not thinking, I'm not saying mind control, like, oh, put them in, put chips in their head and put them in a lab and, you know, mind control like that. No, they mind control you by thinking, okay, you know what? You worked all this time. You're really tired. You know, your break is the weekend. Not knowing that you can manifest something different. Your, your break is sitting in front of the television and not connecting with the earth, not connecting with the universe. And, oh my gosh, I haven't watched it yet. Now, now it makes me think that it's, um, oh my God, I'm, I'm tuning into that channel of, um, they clone Tyrone that I haven't watched it because I got rid of Netflix. Um, I'm not. That's I, one way masses is controlled is by, I can tell you some of the things that we're controlled by. We're controlled by, um, sitting in front of the television with all of our, um, all of our streaming services, all of them. Okay. All of them, not just, you know, and it's, those things are okay. I'm not, I'm not judging people for it. Cause I do get in front of those. I, I've talked about shows I've watched. I've talked about movies I watch. I do get, I do get myself lost in those every once in a while. But the thing is, is moderation. Do we have to understand that that's a, it's a balance. We do live in this 3d world where we do need some fun and some joy, but not just in front of the television all the time. So that's one way we, um, the masses is controlled. It's with television. Another way they're controlled, it's with food. Um, I will go back to my, my water fast and knowing that you don't have to eat all the time. And so, okay. And, and I know everyone's talking and we, we do talk about these, um, food deserts and scarcity of food. And one of my biggest things is, um, is having every, like, like I live in a neighborhood and everyone in the, if everyone in the neighborhood planted three plants, just three plants, or even had one, everyone had one fruit tree, everyone had a fruit tree and planted three plants. Think about that. So say I have an apple tree, I plant some lettuce and I plant lettuce some cucumbers and some tomatoes, right? So, and I plant them in abundance, right? And then my next door neighbor, she has a cherry tree and she plants some carrots and some potatoes and some squash. And she plants that in abundance. And the neighbor across the street, she has a pear tree and she plants some kale and some green beans and some radishes. And they're, they grow in abundance. And then the other person across the street from us, 
they have a um, fig tree and and they plant some gosh i'm trying to think of they plant some fennel and some eggplants and cabbage and it grows in abundance and then the next person next to them maybe they do lettuce again and tomatoes like me but also maybe some eggplants or some squash or whatever and they have like a I'm thinking of a, a different, uh, you know, a different variety of apple trees in their yard, you know, a couple different things, or, you know, someone has like some grape vines. So these things or a big patch of strawberries with someone who has a bunch of different herbs growing like basil and lavender and mint. Well, we all can grow mint. It's crazy. It grows crazy. So think of all of those things right and we think of how like there's shortage of food okay you go to the store you get your stuff but you have your neighbors and you say hey i have some extra apples on my tree you want to come pick some yeah go grab you some apples hey i just got all these strawberries coming in i can't eat them all you want some yeah i have these you know like three or four extra heads of lettuce you would you like some yes yes and not only in, and people are saying, well, Tony, that, yeah, that's great and dandy if you have a yard and all that. Well, my other thing is, my big thing is, is, um, I had this awesome dream of even in places where, where there's apartments, I would love to live in an apartment because it would, to me, you could create that apartment into a community. I would love a apartment, turning that apartment into a community. Kind of reminds me of like futuristic Star Trek. I like Star Trek. I, I love Star Trek, I should say. And yes, people work there, but they also live there. Um, but what you do, because you take the bottom of your apartment building and all around it, you, um, instead of having so much parking, you have garden areas so that anyone in the apartment area can come and work in the garden and then take from the garden. And that's how you do that. And then you have fruit trees all around your apartment area and you put these in places and I know some neighborhoods are trying to do this where you're putting the food there to grow it and, and, and then it working. I do. I think it's a beautiful thing. And then we come together and you can teach and then taking the bottom of your apartment, your bottom of apartment. Yes. You put your mail there, but you have a community center where you have a huge kitchen where people can come and cook together and then have a big dining area. People could come eat together. And then if you're also fasting, you're not eating all day. I do intermittent fasting all the time. I don't, I, I stop eating at, I, sometimes I, most of the time I cut myself off at six o'clock. I don't eat after 6 p.m. And I won't eat again and today, like I won't eat again until like 10, 10 to between 10 and 11. Okay. So I'm going like 16 hours without eating. And yes, I eat again and I might eat. A, I, what I'll do is I usually eat two meals and then I probably, and I, so I eat, I eat like a, it's kind of lunch breakfast. I eat brunch and then I might snack on something in between and then I have dinner. And then I don't eat anymore. The biggest thing I thrive off of is water and tea, herbal tea. 
I don't because I, I hardly do caffeine. I, when it comes to caffeine, I have a chai tea. Um, and I don't, I don't have that chai until I can eat food with my chai. And I will, I do drink coffee still. I only drink, I drink it. I have a cup on Saturday and Sunday on the weekend. It's my treat for myself. Um, and yes, there's every once in a while I have those days where I'm like, mm, it's eight o'clock at night and I might have some popcorn because I do love popcorn and I don't, and I've, that's one of the snack things I snack on is popcorn. So I decide, okay, I'm not going to have, um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to eat. And then what ends up happening is I probably don't eat till the next day till like noon. And that's fine. We have, it's time for us to, um, train our bodies to know that they don't have to eat all the time. And I'm, and I'm saying this for, um, I'm not saying this for everyone because everyone can't do this. I'm saying for us able-bodied people, I'm able-bodied at 45. Yes. I'm telling you my age, I'm 45. Um, and I'm an able-bodied who can do that because I, I've gotten to the point where I take care of myself. I, I, I move my body. I go outside. I do the things. And this is supposed to be about control, but I'm teaching right now. I'm teaching what I use personally so that I'm not controlled by food. You see that? That's something that can control us is food. And if you are not controlled by food, then you can't be controlled by that. I can't, I'm not controlled either by, um, sitting in front of the TV. I'm also not controlled by medication because I move my body. I, I eat the food I'm supposed to eat. I'm, and I, I am truly blessed in all things when it comes to those things that I don't have to depend on medicine because people do. Um, and so I'm not controlled by that. I'm not controlled by I will tell you what I am controlled by. I am controlled by knowing my self-worth at times. I don't think I am good enough. Yes. See that? I'm, I can tell you that because that's okay. Sometimes I don't think I am, you know, good enough to walk out on my own and um, take that step out in which I this is me taking a step out. Yes. And the things that I do. And when I take steps, I can tell you where I'm not, um, where I do have fear and it's an old, and it's a fear that built up over time. And so I'm doing things to change that fear. And one of them is tapping so I, I can get out of it. I'm not going to tell you what that fear is, but one day I will get over it. And it's, and, and where it's, you know what, it's mine and not a lot of people have it. There are a few people out there with it, but not many, not many at all. Um, people do it every single day and I'm, and I'm terrified of it. Okay. And if you guess, then you're awesome. Um, but those things control us. We let those things control us and we, instead of letting those control you, you have to, um, you have to flip the script pretty much. And one of the greatest things is, um, taking the time, especially with the planets, so many planetary stuff going on and a great time for reflection, especially with this last supermoon was a great reflection time. 
And I was able to take that reflection time and I did something new during that reflection time. And I think I'm going to make it a nice full moon practice afterwards for reflection because afterwards um, I slept really well and it was nice. And I don't, it's something I don't do all the time. And I think I will that every full moon because I, that's something that worked for me and I liked it. So, um, but if you reflect back to um, parts of your life, you can see where the control start. It started in your childhood. You were controlled, you were controlled, and some some of us was controlled and manipulated by our parents. Let me just say it. And I'm not saying that parents are perfect and they will make mistakes, they do. Uh, let me, my first child, yes, I, I saw it from how I was brought up and learn and learn things that I needed to control her every situation and every little thing. And I didn't, and I had to learn from that and I had to grow from that. Um, one of the things too, and we, we learned that from childhood. And so it's ingrained in us. And then we, we have this thing where we have to self-control everything. Like, you're, you get into the thought of, oh my God, I have to have control of this. I have to have control of um, my living situation. I have to have control of who's around me. I have to have control of every little thing that, that you're not living. And also, you have to control your habits and then you want to and as you become this so tied up into it um you want to control the people around you and you want to control um their habits um you want to control everything and when you you sit back and you say, you know what? I don't have to control that. And then you sit back and look at someone else and say, that's their, that's their stuff. And you know what? I, go ahead and do that. You flow that way, but you know how, how to cut off your energy. And I've started to learn that my energy is very addicting. Um, I have a beautiful energy. And so I can know that people can get addicted to my energy. So I know that I have learned that, okay, to help me not let people think that they have to hold on to me, to keep me, to be a part of them, um, I have to, I cut strings daily. I cut strings, I rinse off, I cleanse daily because I know that I have either people pulling on my energy constantly or not wanting me me to move because boy do i go with the flow and i don't mind the movement i don't mind the breakdown of things i think the breakdown of things is beautiful because when things start to break down and i'm open to accept change and some people say well you say you accept change but you haven't moved forward in my own situation with with my spouse. No, I haven't because it's not time. 
I'm very intuitive. I know when I'm, when I'm supposed to move, I know when I move and it's not the time to move yet. That's why I haven't moved. I go with the flow because there's healing to be done around me. And I understand that. And I know that my energy is needed towards that healing and towards the change. And I know, um, I know I don't fully have control of the situation and I know it's a bigger part of what the universe wants. So that's why, and I can, and, and it also lets you see the control around you. And I love it because people, when you can see, when you can start to see how people around you want to control you or want you to do certain things and you can look right through them and smile and still be like, you know what, you're, I'm, I, you know what, I know that's what you want and that's okay, but that's not what I want. Okay. And when you have that and you're able to forgive them and to not judge them and to just be open and honest and look at them and, and see that they still have that fear or have that control and see that they probably will not grow out of it, but have compassion and grace for them and to step aside and let them be. That's a beautiful thing. And people hate that. And that is the light I have. And, and I know people hate that and that's okay. I'm okay with shining that light on someone's shadow because I already have shadows and I know my shadows too. And they look right at me and I can, oh boy, do I reflect on them all the time. And when things are thrown at me, I'm like, okay, where did that come from? Where, where, where am I reflecting at to, for that to come back to me? Because that's reflecting to me so I could see something and I can say, and then sometimes I can be like, that's that own, that's that person's stuff. And I'm not getting into it. I can do that as well. And once you um, see through all, you'll, you'll find your way out of the control of the control of all. And the, um, and you will see, you will see the control. And sometimes you don't have to say, say anything because once you start to see things, you just move in silence and, um, and that you figured them out because they don't want to lose control right and deep down i think they know they know but you just you just sit there and you watch if you sit and you watch you will see it and um for me it was me being one of my weakest points in my life i can say i was at i was i've been pretty low actually i have i've had a lot of low points in my life And to have all my low parts of my life and to most, I can actually say all the low points I had people either help me come out of it or I use some other shadow side I had to go through to get through it. This time at my weakest point, as at my weakest point, this last weakest point I've had in my life and me coming out of it was me doing it on my own, me reflecting on my own, me doing all of the work on my own. It was 
yes, I had wonderful people I was able to look at and see and, and learn from, but it was me going in on my own and doing it on my own. And that is the gift that I got from the universe that I got from God that, and that I am so proud of. And so that's why I do this podcast. That's why I do my YouTube channel. That's why I do a lot of those things because I know that sometimes you just need to hear a voice and that you just need someone to push you just a little bit. And then you do it yourself because I can't do anything for you and no one else can do anything for you because in it's all in your mind and it's coming over that fear of, you know, of rejection, the fear of not walking the path that someone else wanted for you. It's not, it's getting out of all of that and accepting it and just, and forgiving it and letting go of also having to have control of everything of just saying, okay, you know what, I'm just going to go with the flow and let things be. I don't have to control everything. I don't have to control that this podcast is not perfect because my dog is out there barking. I don't have to control that. And I'm not going to edit it out because it's there and I don't, I can care less. And it's, um, it would drive some people crazy. Like, why would you have that in there? Why it's life. There's dogs in my life. (laughs) There's birds outside in my life and they make sounds and see, they make sounds and we can't control that. So you guys have a great one.